Welcome to Cozy Content Corner. I am your host, Sarah Weiss of On Brand by Sarah. And if you like realistic conversation about social media, video marketing, personal branding, and everything in between, you have landed in the right place, my friend. We do not hold any ish back over here. Now let's get into the episode. This episode is brought to you by the Cozy Content Corner membership. Hell yes, there's a membership community. Join like-minded entrepreneurs, business owners, and content creators as we dive into the world of TikTok marketing, Instagram, collaborations, email marketing, and everything in between. This membership is meant to set you up for success when you market organically, meaning without paid ads. Head over to the link in the show notes to join us inside, and I cannot wait to see your face in there. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cozy Content Corner podcast. Today, I am here with my friend Jacqueline, or the menstrual mogul on the social media streets. So a little bit about Jacqueline before we dive in. Uh, Jacqueline is a cycle synchronization coach. She's been in the coaching industry for 10 years now and saw the collapse of the girl boss era thanks to burnout. She's now taken the life-changing information around cycle syncing and applied it to uh, business so that women have the energy to back up and approach their biz in a way that syncs with their cycle. Jacqueline, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Sarah. Yes, I am so excited to dig into all of this because full transparency. I know literally nothing about this. So this is going to be like a whole masterclass for me too. Um, But I want to back up a little bit first and talk about your story and how you kind of got to this space in your business. Absolutely. I'd love to talk about that because I think it's important in how magical bringing your cycle into your business and other components of your life can be. So again, I'm Jacqueline, aka The Menstrual Mogul. And I'm originally, as Sarah and I just found out from the same area as Sarah in the Philadelphia area of Pennsylvania. And about 10 years ago, I got started in entrepreneurship with network marketing. And I had everything on paper, all the check boxes that I should have been having at that time. I had a six-figure business. I had a team of over a thousand coaches. I was reaching the accolades set by the company that I was associated with. And I was probably 25. This was in the heyday of the girl boss era where Gary V was churning out content, where the girl boss term was being thrown left and right. And the message was very much so to hustle. And I'm sure if you've been an entrepreneur for any amount of time, that is still a message ingrained into our head. And I was doing a lot of things that I now know we're going against my cycle. But back then I was not concerned about my cycle. I was having painful periods for so long, my whole entire life. I had no idea that periods 
our cycle was such a crucial part of how we showed up in our business at that time and place, nor did I really care. I was just in a different era of my life. And so I had been in network marketing for many years, probably six years at this point, running on all cylinders, living off of caffeine, intermittent fasting, all of these things that I thought were healthy because I was quote unquote skinny, but were doing serious damage to my energy, my hormones and other parts of my life. And so eventually I came out here to Wyoming where I live now and was vacating with my parents. And then I met my now husband while I was on vacation here. So eventually I moved from Pennsylvania, which had a lot of stimulation going on around me to the middle of the mountains, literally living in the middle of the woods. And I didn't realize how much I was on the brink of burnout until I did that move, until I literally uprooted everything in my life in Pennsylvania, left it to be with a man I had only known for three weeks. So that was a whole thing in and of itself. But I truly used that move to tap out of my business. I was tapping out of having to show up on social media and feel like I was handholding some of the people on my team or clients that I was signing up with my business. I tapped out of my health and fitness journey, which was a huge component in running my successful business, or at least I was told by the company I was affiliated with. And I just needed a break. I could not keep going at the rate that I was going at any longer. So I tapped out and I took a few years off and I always think of the phrase in Mean Girl or the sentence in Mean Girl where Regina George is like, stop trying to make fetch work. And I yes. was trying to do that with my business. I was like, come on, we got to we got to get back into this again. We got to got to do this again. We have something good, a good foundation here. The truth is, it was not a good foundation because I couldn't sustain the level of how much time I needed to be on my phone, how much content I was churning out how much energy I had to give to the type of clients I was helping at that time. So I tapped out, I nannied for a few years just to have an income, just to give myself space. And then it was during COVID, right when it started, where I found out about the phrase cycle syncing or syncing multiple habits to your cycle, both in the health and work department. And so that quite literally fell into my lap. And at first I started sinking my food and my fitness to my cycle because that's what my background was prior to in my prior business. And then the light bulb went off and I was like, this is what I could have had in my previous business that would have been something to build a foundation that's completely sustainable off of. So that's kind of how it fell into my lap. And there's so many narratives and women in the entrepreneurial space that need this information because I truly believe that our cycle is the ultimate influencer and has the compass and the guide and the directions when it comes to running your business in a sustainable fashion. Yeah. So can you get into a little bit more like what exactly it means or what you do mm -hmm. to sync your cycle? Absolutely. So prepare yourself because you will never look at things the same again. When I'm I break my down, body is ready. <laughs> when I break down this information, women are blown away because 
They knew that this was a thing, but they were beating themselves up for being this way. And once they have, it's kind of like experiencing a symptom with our health. We're so annoyed by what we're feeling. And we're like, what is wrong? Why can't I just figure it out? And then once you have that answer, that at least takes a whole bunch off of your shoulders and you don't feel as guilty for feeling the way you do because you know the root cause you know the reason why and I am a truth teller I need to know the truth about everything so when I found out about a few things around our cycle and how it influences our life I had to find everything out about it so basically we have our cycle and it's the 28 to 32 ish days where we have a hormone cycle that we go through. Just to give you an example, men go through a 24-hour hormone cycle. That's why they wake up with a surge of testosterone in the morning, mainly in the form of like morning wood. And they can just get up. Like I I always give the example of my husband. He can get up and put pants on first thing in the morning. (laughs) I need to dilly-dally and take my time and you know work within the energy that I have at that time. So men have a 24-hour uh, hormone cycle and us as women have a monthly cycle, which I'm sure you've probably heard about. And we go through when it comes to habits, energies, vibes, we go through four distinct phases throughout our monthly cycle. I like to break down the phases as the seasons of the year. This is rooted in traditional Chinese medicine. And once you hear it, it's going to just make so much sense. So I'll start with the phase that we're all most familiar with, which is when we have our period, which is called the menstrual phase. And that can be anywhere from three to seven days, depending on what your unique cycle is like. And this is the winter phase of your cycle. And if you think about the physical season of winter and some of their characteristics, it's a lot of reflection. Think about the end of the year, right before New Year's, where we're getting reflective on maybe our business, maybe our personal habits, just thinking about how the last year went and getting clear about what we want for the new year. Those are characteristics that you could be feeling during the week of your period, especially on the less painful days if you still deal with painful periods. And this is a great time to get very clear around maybe some of your offers, maybe some of your content, things like that, because the left and right side of your brain are communicating clearer than ever during this phase of your cycle, because your hormones are actually at their lowest. So you're not convoluted with all these high hormones and mood swings or anything like that. Contrary to what society wants you to believe, our hormones are at their lowest during our period. So this is a great time to get reflective, turn inwards, live your cozy, high life and all that fun stuff. And then after winter comes spring and In your cycle, this is called the follicular phase of your cycle. It's around seven to 10-ish days of your cycle. And if you think about spring, I think about the excitement of the warm weather finally arriving. I know you can feel that on the East Coast too, Sarah. Like just that first day where you can finally wear flip-flops or a t-shirt for the first time. And you're like, okay, it's go time. Let's Let's do all the things we've been wanting to do during winter, but we didn't really have the energy to do that, right? As far as it comes to our business or content, this is a creative phase of our cycle where we have so many ideas literally pouring out of us, kind of feel like a veil has lifted from the phases prior because 
um, our hormones are starting to rise a little bit again. And so this is a great time to tap into your creativity, plan things out, but you definitely want to plan things out as with the knowledge that you have other phases that have different energy levels. Because where I see women and myself get tripped up is we think that this new energy that we're having during the spring phase, the follicular phase is our new baseline. And that is not the case at all. So we definitely have to plan things out knowing that we'll be in a different energy in the future phases of our cycle. But this is a great time to get creative and to just let all the ideas fly out and get them out on paper. And then after spring comes summer, and this is the ovulatory phase of your cycle. So it's about three to five days. I call this your hot girl summer phase, or maybe your Beyonce phase. You I love have, that. <laughs> yes, have a lot of confidence during this phase of your cycle, because primarily we're trying to attract a mate. So we're putting on a little bit more makeup. We are just feeling ourselves more, but this doesn't mean you can't attract others within your business or clients or create attractive content or what have you. This is a time to really tap in to your bad bitch power and really just live out that confidence within yourself. And so if you think about summertime at the recording of this, we're kind of at the tail end of summer and, um, Summer is a time where we kind of want to just do. We don't want to be stuck behind a desk. We don't want to be doing very menial, detailed stuff too much because summer's so short, right? We want to take advantage of the warm weather, the socialization, and all the fun things that come with it. So you can do that within your business as well. And then after a crazy summer with a lot of high energy comes fall. And this is the luteal phase of our cycle. And it's around 10 to 14 days, depending on what your cycle is like. And if you think about fall, this is where it's kind of a back to school vibe. We're about to enter this right now where we're tying up loose ends. We really want to get some of the things we've been thinking about all year done before winter hits. And this can be the same within your business. I think of it as back end stuff within your business, the unsexy behind the scenes stuff that's super important to still execute within your business this would be the time to do it within your cycle. So there's a little downshift in energy, especially midway through your luteal phase. But just because there's lower energy doesn't mean you aren't getting stuff done. And what I teach my clients is how to prepare themselves for these lower energy phases so that um, they can optimize the higher energy parts. So that when it comes to the lower energy parts, they can kind of sit back and chill, post and ghost and that's it. So this is where also like PMS can rear its ugly head, which if with tweaking a few habits of yours, I've been able to get rid of my PMS and my painful periods all through sinking my food and my movement to my cycle. So that's a whole component, but also reducing your stress around work and sinking your work to your cycle can be super beneficial too. So that's kind of a breakdown of the four phases. <laughs> Okay. I love that. I hope everyone was taking notes. And if you didn't go back and take notes on that. So, okay, wait, you got rid of your PMS. We need to dig into this a little yes. bit because I'm sure people are like, how? So can you get into how you did this? You said through food and movement, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I am someone, and I hope 
just by sharing this, I'm sure many women can relate. I was Mm -hmm. told that painful periods and PMS was kind of just hereditary. My PMS was seeing red, like I was ruining relationships. And I see female entrepreneurs resenting their business, wanting to burn it to the ground, wanting to just feeling very stressed around their business when it's unnecessary if they were to sink multiple aspects of their life to their cycle. And it's not our fault that we feel this way because we were never taught the things that I'm teaching you guys right now. So when it comes to reducing PMS and your painful periods, it all comes to a few simple habits. So just how I was explaining the four different seasons of our cycle and the phases, there's different nutrients that we need during the different phases. And so what I teach my clients is how to create menus or recipes around the foods that support you internally during those different phases. So for example, it's so beautiful the way that it works. And again, this is rooted in traditional Chinese medicine and it all just makes sense. But for the fall phase, for our luteal phase of our cycle, first of all, we need around 100 to 300 more calories during that phase because your internal body temperature is revved up. So is your metabolism. So I used to teach women to eat a meal plan that was the same calories every single day. I struggled to keep up with it and they struggled to keep up with it. Guess why? Because we were trying to eat significantly less during this phase of our cycle. And I'm going to chalk PMS up during this fall phase of your cycle to being hangry most of the time because women are under eating. They're not getting enough protein during this phase, but during the fall phase, guess what some of the foods are to that are beneficial during that phase? Stuff like pumpkin, squash, butternut squash, like all this basic bitch stuff that we're eating in the physical season of fall is great to eat during the season of your cycle with that too. Or for example, summer, we're eating a lot of salads, having a lot of smoothies during summer. And that's that can be incorporated into the ovulatory or summer phase of your cycle too, because it helps break down estrogen and helps your liver detoxify any excess hormones that you have. So things like leafy greens and spinach or broccoli or those cruciferous vegetables, they're great to eat during the hotter phases of or seasons of our cycle. So it all just makes sense and works beautifully together, in my personal opinion. Yeah, no, that is amazing. Because I didn't even think about that you would have to change your food intake and how much you're eating and the types of food based on the different stages of your cycle. All I knew, which yeah. is probably what a lot of people know is like, I don't know when I'm PMSing or I'm on my period, I just want to like eat everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's usually because again, we've been under eating. And so some of the things to help reduce PMS are eating more, eating in a certain manner that helps your blood sugar stay stable. That's something I teach within a lot of my courses. And then also eating breakfast within 30 minutes of waking up, not having coffee on an empty stomach. So another thing during that PMS window is our stress hormone cortisol is already high. It's already, you're already at a predisposal for being pissed off at something. So what happens when you drink coffee on an empty stomach? 
it adds a whole nother brick onto that cortisol house that you're building. And that is a way to reduce that. I, I never ask people to give up their coffee because I know that's like a source of joy and happiness. I wouldn't ask that. But when you eat breakfast before your coffee, you're going to have a lot less anxiety, a lot less stress, a lot less cortisol. Your body feels safe to process that co- cup of coffee by having something to eat beforehand. And that tip right there is the one that women are most resistant towards. But I can guarantee you, I've had women work with me for five days and their PMS has gone away just from that one tip. So it's the best one. (laughs) Yeah. So just thinking about content creation, creating content Mm -hmm. for our business, what are some of the things that you have found help you and help your clients when you're just going through those like really low energy dips, but you still have to kind of find a way to show up? Absolutely. Yeah. So I have found, and this might sound controversial to some, but this is why I don't believe weekly batching is great for female entrepreneurs. I feel like if you have like two to three weeks where you have lower energy, where your your creativity isn't as ample as other parts of your cycle, that it there's a forced energy behind it. It doesn't mean we can't do it. I mean, we're female entrepreneurs. We can literally do everything. But the more you sink to your cycle, <laughs> the different aspects of your business, the easier it's going to feel the more energy you're going to have to do other things. Because I know women listening have been in that phase of their cycle where they feel like they cannot formulate a sentence or show up on stories or they're they're on Instagram and they're comparing themselves to someone who's in their ovulatory phase when they're in the PMS zone of their luteal phase. It's not a fair comparison. And so the way to avoid that And to avoid inconsistency in content is to double down during those higher energy phases of your cycle to batch create then. I have a whole process Mm. I teach within one of my courses how to batch create content with your cycle because it is like I I just post and ghost during that phase of my cycle and then that's it. During the, during the lower energy phases so that I, I still show up on stories and everything, but I have more energy because I wasn't sucking my energy dry trying to create a post for that day, like each and every day during that phase. Yeah. So do you find, how much do you find you're batching when you, you sit down and actually like get your stockpile together? Yeah. I batch probably four weeks worth of content within a few days. And because yeah. I, I can match that. Um, and the great thing about this, because I know I have some rebels out there who are like, but I want to leave room for like relevancy and, you know, spur of the moment ideas or something that feels like it keeps coming up and you want to talk about it. Cool. Like just move whatever you had scheduled for that day to another day. And then you're creating a bank of content that you can always pull from, especially on those days where you feel like you're not as creative. So yeah, I believe that batching for the whole month during your creative phases is going to be the most beneficial for female entrepreneurs. Yeah, for sure. And I, I love batching. So like the more batching, the better. Yeah. Um, Now, how about, I know a lot of people listening are service providers and a lot of them have either live calls with clients or are tapped into a platform like Voxer. 
-hmm. how do we kind of navigate that during our lower energy phases where when that's not quite something that we can batch yes that's a, a really great question I see the biggest mistake happening with female entrepreneurs is keeping their cycle out of their other calendars so their work calendar personal calendar what have you the great thing about syncing your work and personal life or habits to your cycle is that a little bit goes a long way I'm not sure if it's a flex or not but people tell me they half-ass what I teach and they see a big difference (laughs) so that's like I don't know if that's a flex or not but I'll take it however so with things such as calls I think as women we're looking at our calendar as a whole right and We think that by spreading things out all throughout the month, that that's going to be helpful to us because we're spreading it out, right? That is not helpful (laughs) during those lower energy phases, especially if you're still, still dealing with PMS and painful periods. So again, like the thing about syncing your work and every part of your life with your cycles, it does start with the health part first, because you want to get that PMS to go away. You want to get those periods less painful. So I always do a hybrid approach with my clients because one blends into the other completely. Right. And the influence that our hormones have on our work is directly connected. So it's kind of like a dual approach for who I'm helping. However, Yeah. So I see the cycle calendar being kept out of the work calendar and the personal calendar. And what I find and what I personally do and what I teach my clients to do is to completely block off the week where they're going to have, they think that they might have PMS and of their period. So right now, Sarah, we're having this conversation. It's the part of my cycle where I can do it. I don't book podcast interviews, guest speaking, or my one-on-one calls anytime, but the few phases of my cycle where it can be handled. And And when I have the energy to handle it, and that's not only serving me, it's serving my clients too. My clients do not want a pissed off, resentful version of myself. They don't want a low energy, low vibe version of myself. They want high energy menstrual mogul Jack, who has a lot of like great ideas and can help coach them in the best way possible. Again, it doesn't mean I can't coach them at all in boxer during my luteal phase or my fall phase. It doesn't mean none of that can't happen, but when you can sync as much, especially something as high energy as calls during the parts of your cycle where it can support it, then any of the tasks that you have left over for the lower energy phases of your cycle are going to just feel much easier for sure. Yeah. 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 I love that. Now, how about, and this just popped into my head, like women that are not currently experiencing their period, either because they're pregnant or maybe they're going through menopause, do they still have like the hormonal changes that you were talking about? So when you are pregnant, you are essentially in a long luteal or fall phase. That's why you're nesting and the luteal phase is a a cleaning phase for sure. So these phases don't apply for if you're pregnant. That's not my ideal audience at the moment. And women in menopause, they do not go through the four phases either. So that's not my ideal client either. And if you are on the hormonal birth control pill, you are not going through these four phases. You're not even getting a real period on the pill. So that was one of the facts like I found out uh, because I had been on the pill. I had been on the IUD forever. And 
when I realized that on the hormonal birth control pill, we weren't getting real period. I was like, well, WTF, what else don't I know? And that's literally how I went down the rabbit hole into finding out about cycle syncing. But you're not going through those four phases. So if you are on the pill, though, I do encourage you to get used to this cyclical way of living. A lot of women will sink their withdrawal bleed, which is the bleed that they're having on the pill, as if it's their period and track their cycle that way. Or perhaps they'll it, it, say if a woman is not experiencing a period because of chronic stress or a different condition, sinking some of these actions with the moon is another thing because the moon has a monthly cycle and there's there's some talk. I don't know if it's like scientifically based, but that we are synced up with the moon in many ways too. So that's an option for women. I believe that sinking especially food and movement and other aspects of our life with our cycle is a great way to transition off of birth control if that's someone's goal um but i understand why people are on birth control so i'm never gonna you know try to persuade them from getting off of it if that's their choice yeah now how about with hormones do you do anything or do you recommend your clients do anything to maybe balance their hormones and how do you figure out if they're kind of like out of whack? Yes. So there are a lot of indicators around hormones being out of whack. And to be quite honest, we live in 2023 where beauty products, cleaning products, house Mm. product, like we're not set up for success in our hormones. But I also don't believe in orthorexic living, being so obsessed with like clean products and non-toxic like that can be stressful and stress has an impact on our hormones too. But some of the culprits of, of especially that I see within my clients and 85% of the female population that we have hormone imbalance of some sort is hormonal acne, PMS, painful periods. Those are all these things that we have been taught to just tolerate and that are deemed normal are crying signs from our cycle that something is out of whack and that we need to address it. So every woman who comes to me, they get a massive intake form that like gives me so much health history about them that I'm able to help point them in the right direction or resources, or we work together on creating meal plans or other stuff that syncs to their cycle uniquely. But um, those are just some of the telltale signs, like just the telltale signs that we've settled for are usually indicators that something is out of whack for sure. Yeah. So now do you usually find success stabilizing them, quote unquote, through your nutrition? Absolutely. I see so such a big difference. And obviously, if a woman is struggling with endometriosis or or any of those type of of hormone conditions, that is out of my realm. I am not a doctor. So I have great people I can point them towards. There are obviously certain circumstances that need more than just food and movement sinking to your cycle. But I've had my clients completely rid themselves of painful periods, completely rid themselves of these pesky PMS symptoms, have way more energy, no 2 p.m. crash, all through just some minor tweaks. I have like a daily five of like if 
because there's a lot of information about cycle syncing, other things out there. If you go on TikTok, how many like people are using that hashtag? It's overwhelming. So what I do with my clients is I give them five habits. And I'm like, if you do these five things each and every day, you're going to see a huge, huge difference. And so that's what I teach within my courses because it's all customized to each individual. But I think that a lot of people can go really deep into tracking their cycles, syncing aspects to their cycle. I go deep on the energetics of syncing aspects of my life to my cycle, but I love to err on the side of simplicity because I truly believe that that's the way most women are going to see change and feel like they can actually approach this because it is overwhelming considering that we haven't been taught this information since we learned about our periods, which is ridiculous. And I hope to change that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. So is there anything I'm missing about like a correlation between cycle thinking and either business strategy or content creation that you're like, oh, we need to dig into this? I just would hope I I made a post on my stories about this yesterday, that if women and female entrepreneurs took syncing their work to their cycle as seriously as some of the strategies and other things that are really sexy on the internet, they would be astounded by how much more energy because we all got into entrepreneurship for the freedom, right? Freedom in some capacity, maybe financial freedom, more time, just to have control over our own destiny. And I see so many female entrepreneurs feeling burnt out, feeling like they don't have boundaries. And the thing is with your cycle, you can alternate or fluctuate your boundaries, your content strategy, your launch strategy, everything. You can sync it all to your cycle and it's going to... I am not here sitting here like BSing you that I have the most energy that I ever have. I'm a 10-year entrepreneur vet and that I just wish every woman knew this and took it as seriously as the sexy strategy stuff because once they do, they have the ultimate foundation to launch, to catapult into outer space and reach all of those flexes and freedom and finances that we dream of, but in a sustainable fashion. Because our hormones, our cycle is our fifth vital sign. And by ignoring it, you are ignoring something as important as your heartbeat or your blood pressure or our temperature. If If one of those things was out of whack and trying to communicate with us, we would go to the doctor or we would address it or we would take better care of ourselves with our habits. And society has taught us to just package our our cycle away and not address it unless we want to get pregnant or maybe we have some extreme case of something going wrong. And the thing is that if more women tapped into the superpowers and the different phases of our cycle, you'd have kind of this multi-superhero Avengers team that you can work as. And it's truly incredible once you tap into that magic. And in my personal opinion, it sets you apart from the rest and it enhances your client's experience, your own experience with entrepreneurship. It's really incredible. That's kind of (laughs) just what I wish women would know. Yeah. And I'm so happy you said that because 
It's funny. I am not on that side of TikTok where I get served the content that you're making. I only know you and then this one other woman who I only know because we go to the same brand photographer that do what you do. So I'm so happy that you came on because I feel like some people in my audience have no idea that this is even a thing that they need to put on their radar, right? This is like awareness content at its finest. And so it's so interesting. Some of the things as entrepreneurs that were like, wow, I didn't even know that that was something that I was missing, but look at this incredible impact that it could have on not only my energy as an entrepreneur, but like just kind of going through life. So thank you for sharing everything. (laughs) Thank you. And it, it, it starts with us and, you know, it's interesting because I'm a childless by choice woman, but I truly care about the future generations. I care deeply about the world that my nieces are going to grow up in the children that I used to nanny will grow up in. And I don't want them to have to settle for PMS or painful periods, or to think that they have to show up with the same amount of energy each and every day and that it's groundhog day. Remember, that's how a man's hormone cycle works. And that's the way nine to five work weeks, school, happy hours even are scheduled. They're scheduled to benefit a man's hormone cycle. I really cannot wait for this to be a thing. And I think it starts with us as the adults and the influencers of the children who will be our future generation, that they don't have to settle for the bullshit that we did and that we can also be a great example to them. Yes. Hell yes. Well, Jacqueline, thank you so friggin' much for being on. You have like blown my mind and I'm sure so many listeners' minds in all the ways. So if people want to connect with you more, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at menstrual mogul. Also on TikTok, I'm at menstrual mogul. I do have very different content on each platform. So I encourage you to follow me on both places. And then I do have my own podcast that alternates between health and female entrepreneur stuff, which is the Menstrual Mogul podcast. Okay, amazing. Well, thank you so much again. And to everybody listening or watching, I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cozy Content Corner. If you liked it, please be sure to give the show a follow and leave us a rate and review. If anything resonated with you from this episode, please come over to TikTok or Instagram and tell me about it. Until next time, my friend.